What's up, everybody? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G, and we are the hosts of Build Your Empire Podcast. Frank G, why don't you tell the people what we do? On Build Your Empire Podcast, we discuss different empires, while Chris and I showcase us building ours. And with the goal of providing value to you, we want to see you build yours. Smooth. Smooth, kid. Smooth. Thanks, kid. So, you know, I'm drinking this Sauvignon Blanc. I'm drinking this Monkey Bay. I finally just uncapped a new bottle of Monkey Bay. It's been a while. It's always nice to uncap a bottle of Monkey Bay. That's Love Sauvignon that Monkey Blanc. Bay Sauvignon Blanc. I now, got some red wine. I'm with you. Ooh, red wine. Man, red wine. Doing it good. Doing yes, it sir. So, right before we got on air here, you were saying how I call everybody out. Mm -hmm. And truth be told, that is truth that is told. I'm going to call you out. True or false? That's true. Yeah, true or false. That's going to be a fun segment. But, I mean, it's like I told you earlier. An old friend gave me a call, and he was like 20, saying how when he gets older, you know, he's going to be balling, and that's the reason why he's <laughs> currently indoors studying and not having uh, fun at his youth, right? Yeah, that, that's, that sounds, so that's a tough one. We finally catch up mm -hmm. for him to, you know, tell me how he, he's married and has a mortgage and he's not uh, thrilled with his job. And, yeah, you know, I called him out. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were young? Yeah. You said all this was for later in life? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you, uh, you're 45, man. You're barely 30. Yeah, I mean, it must be nice to be married to someone you love. Hopefully that's the case. Um, but if you hate your job and struggling with a mortgage, that sounds terrible. Well, I don't know if he hates his job, but he was saying how he doesn't uh, like the challenge anymore. He's not challenged. And, hmm. you know, I could, I could see that being a problem if you're in the same role for, you know, four years or more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, when I first took my job, at Ferragamo as a uh, operations, even my boss now, she's like, I see then it was a mistake because you weren't challenged enough. You didn't have enough responsibilities. I'm like, yeah. I mean, after two years I was out. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it's interesting, right? Because if you're complacent, you're going to stay there, especially if the money's good. But if you want to evolve, right. And if you want to conquer some serious goals, I mean, you have to challenge yourself and you have to learn new skills. Yeah, you never know what can come from all this. I mean, if you're complacent in the same place forever, then you're not unlocking your true potential. So it's good that he sees that. He, he just needs to move on it, I guess. Yeah, but then it becomes problematic when you, you, know, you have, have a mortgage now. Yeah, yeah. So, so now, do you want to take that risk from making, let's say, $100,000 down to sixty five? Do you want to make that pay cut to challenge yourself? Because that becomes the challenge in itself. Yeah, there's plenty of challenges there, certainly. I mean, but if he's in that, whatever field he's in, I usually if you stay in the same field but move somewhere, you don't take that drastic of a pay cut, I would think. I mean, usually that's your resume. That helps you out. I don't know. I mean, there comes to a point though where you know when you're making six figures and higher mm -hmm. uh you know 
I don't know how many places would match that from a hiree. It's interesting, right? Because me and you are 28. We're now intermediate when we're job searching. We're not novices or beginners. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, we have skill that we've formed. Correct, which automatically is going to increase your pay or should. But it becomes hard when you work at one spot, increase your pay there. And it's, I don't know if you can expect that if you, you know, move laterally. Oh, well, if it's a lateral move, probably not. You're, I mean, at, unless there's more opportunity for growth in this new place, then, I mean, lateral movements, unless you're unhappy, don't seem. Well, it would always be a lateral movement. If you have the same skills, you just go to different places to learn new shit. Well, technically for you, you were always in sales dealing with money, but you always increased your, your uh, income. So technically that's not a lateral move. Yes, but it would be difficult, I believe, for me to find a new job making as much as I make, yeah. like from the get-go. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you have your incentives. You obviously also promoted because you had to do well at your current job yeah i mean they'll probably give you bonuses if you hit numbers i get and sales i mean that's how you make a lot of money anyway he's in a yeah. i mean he's not in sales though right no he uh he does accounting so i don't know how exactly that works but i imagine that's capped i was see, gonna for, say that yeah see, for sales you know you know your value because you know what you could sell it's the challenge in that is the challenge of selling something new yeah i mean and also with the higher price point you then that's higher commission um but yeah especially if you're valued at your company sometimes they'll give you a higher base pay um i mean i've seen it people threaten to leave or not even threaten but they just they wanted to leave they weren't they weren't making that's that's sometimes the only time a company will give you a, a base increase is if you tell them you're moving elsewhere yeah i mean we had uh, some something we call a super sale, uh, top salesman for 15 years, older man. I worked with him at fifth Avenue. He finally was like, I need to go elsewhere. And I think after like, oh, he gave us two weeks in and then he ended up staying and everyone's like, huh, I guess they gave him something. That makes sense. M more times than not, I would imagine the individual ends up leaving even with a base bump. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess it was comfortable enough or that was what he wanted. So anyway. yeah, he was stalled. Yeah. What, but, but where would he go? Like you're, you, you would go from fashion. Yeah. Yeah. You would leave Ferragamo to go to like Louis V. I so, mean, it's, yeah. So some of those companies do have a higher base <laughs> pay. Um, but if you build your client, I mean, with a $2 million client book and that's a lot for sales and fashion, you know, you have, that's, that's tons of money right there for a yearly income. So, I mean, he obviously, after 20 years, he built his life around this company. Man, that's why sales, if you can get renewals and repeat business and you build your book of business, you almost, uh, you, you dig yourself a hole because you can't leave it even if you want to. Yeah, it it's certain uh, areas of sales. Sir. I mean, obviously, some uh, someone who is loyal to a 
Ferragamo, they may find it difficult to go with you to like, let's say Louis V or something else, but it's possible. I mean, yeah, that would be tough. He has a book of business. He's selling Ferragamo to, and he's like, Hey Bob, I just joined Louis V. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You would look real good with the LV on you. Uh, that that's like a whole question of like your character right there. I guess you, you just switched over. Yeah, that is a tough one. And then you you know your your client asks you, "Hey, why did you leave?" Well, I'm good at my job and they're paying me more. Why don't you come in? Yeah, why don't I spit you? Yeah, that was all about money. Now it's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's important to to not make it about money when you're working with people like that. I mean, I never try to make it about money. You know, I'm fortunate with a, a fortunate upbringing and I guess a, a savings account in which I've built over the years. So, I mean, nothing is going to have me move on money. Um, I tell you what, though, the stock market sure making me money. Yeah, I got a lot of notifications today about a lot of increase, um, a lot of positives, a lot of green. It was, that's, because, uh, that's because there's been earnings. Yeah. So earnings spike up or spike down whatever holdings you have mm-hmm. but man i sure regret not buying facebook at 150 dollars because i had about 15 shares at 180 dollars, and i was unsure about facebook and now it's currently at 220 yeah i saw that i have facebook on my watch list um it is yeah it there was there was so much opportunity if you bought a few, even if, I mean, a week ago, a few weeks ago. Um, so much opportunity. I'm almost upset that yeah, I, 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 I was able to identify it and still didn't capitalize on it. And I did, you know, I, I put, I put like three, 4,000 in the market. Yeah. Uh, so, so for example, right. When we were in Montreal, mm. I am at the same amount of money when we were there, when it was beginning to dip, but that's only because I put money in. So like I made money in the past month. If I did it, then I'd still be down. Yeah. I remember that when we were away, it might've been one of the last days or we were in the airport. The guy next to us was on the phone with his family. That, that guy was super rich. And he was like, the U S stocks are tanking and they were tanking. Yeah, dude, that it was crazy to even see, honestly. Um I to see. Did you see how sad your boy was looking? Yeah. He would you would do would bring it up to me every day, man. I understood. I think Facebook yeah, Facebook dropped a lot. Then it I mean now it's nice. I, I mean all those all those uh, Microsoft is up. Disney Microsoft is one of my biggest holdings, so I am chilling. Did, chilling. did, did you ever get into Disney? Oh, you spoke about that. Yeah, I got into Disney hard, uh, but I sold it at 124 right before the crash happened and right before Bob Eager uh, stepped down as CEO. So yeah. um, it was a perfect sell-off. What is it at now? Like 110? 113. 113, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So it probably is – it's it, I, it probably is not a bad buy the the problem is right now you're betting on the virus right because yeah. the, I, I believe Disney's still closed so yes you yeah 
So once that opens up again, and once the movies start coming out again, the stock is going to rise probably to about 130 again. So, yeah, I mean, it's a gamble. Yeah, that's the thing. People have a people have that issue about pulling the trigger. I think it's certainly a time to pull the trigger on. I mean, it did go up in the last few days or day, but it's definitely still time to pull the trigger. Cause it, I mean, it, I don't know if it can drop again. I mean, things aren't opening yet. It Isn't... probably will drop again. But when you say pull the trigger, I mean, you shouldn't be buying a stock if you have no intention of holding it for like a year. At least. Yeah. So if you're thinking the virus is going to go away, or if you're thinking that Disney parks are going to one day open up, and of course, you know, Pixar is going to come out with hit movies, yeah. then you you probably should buy if you can. Yeah, so it's like, so Netflix, I mean, I'm assuming they're getting a ton of streams, a lot of like everyone's home. I know a month ago they dropped low, but they're doing pretty well. Of course, they're crushing it. Anything that's home base is crushing it. Zoom, what we currently are on right now, which I've been looking into because I want to buy it, but I think it's overpriced. Um, it's There's so many ch- out there, that's why. It's Yeah, but Zoom seems to be the main... Main uh, one, yeah. Yeah, the main kind of platform in which people are using. Companies use it, we're using it right now. So that that's, you know... That's foretelling. The problem is I'm not paying 150 a share. And then as soon as, you know, we're, we can go outside, the yeah. the, no one's using Zoom. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think it, I think using Zoom now uh, has created a way to connect with your businesses elsewhere. So like, you know, Ferragamo is nationwide. We're going to use it more like that. But yeah, I mean, once we're all in the office, what no one's going to use it as often. So who knows? No. And you also have, competition now i think yeah. microsoft has multiple uh platforms like that would, this that would so make sense. Yeah. so you know what if what if the ties turn and all of a sudden now you're using microsoft friends to do this because it's smoother because me, me and you i have an issue with zoom right now it took us 20 minutes to load this up yeah i was surprised when that was happening because usually the computer we use or you use is uh better much better yeah well <laughs> What are you going to do? I tell you what, man, I'm excited. Uh, you know, tomorrow will be our last day of the 30 for 30 challenge. Yes. We're going to revamp. We're going to revamp, rebrand. Uh, we're going to have guests, you know, so that's going to be exciting. Um, and really, we're going to we're going to dive into already established empires while we're simultaneously building our own. You're going to get that intro down. Yeah, right now the intro that we have I have said the last two days, um, you can tell we're not speaking of empires yet, but that is to do with what we are coming up with for the May. For May, I mean, this may it may be the format for the next three years till we continue to grind and then we pop off in three years. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, then if something else can come along, I mean, the journey is what is most important. Oh, man, that sounds like a great sign out message. The journey is most important. The journey is most important. That should be my sign out message. I just made that my sign out message. All right. Well, seems we uh, both agree on that. Ladies and gentlemen, one more episode of the 30 for 30. Boys and girls. Hold on to your seats. We'll see you tomorrow.
Yep.